song we give him all the glory we give him all the praise we give him all the adoration Iba, Iba. I don't just know <laughs> that's a beautiful song by Benga Kifenwa there and um, we give God all the praise all the glory and welcome welcome to today's study we are glad that you are here uh, it's gonna be a wonderful time in the presence of God in Jesus name amen so um, today's lesson, lesson 11, uh, falsehood shall be on the increase. Falsehood shall be on the increase. Let's say a word of prayers before we go into the word uh, this evening. Father, Lord, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your grace that is upon us. Thank you for the entrance of your word that gives light. Lord, I ask that you please anoint these lips of clay that they may speak the word of life today. That will be blessed, Lord, that will not be deceived by the antics of the devil at this end time in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. So, falsehood shall be on the increase. We have three uh, major texts. Um, Matthew 7, 15 to 20. Matthew chapter 7. 15 to 20 then matthew 24 verse 4 then verse 23 to 26 and then thirdly second timothy 4 3 to 4 we've been reading this second timothy for quite a while now but let's let's start with matthew 17 15 to 20 matthew chapter 17 verse 15 it says I'm reading the message translation. It's really interesting. It says, be weary, be weary of false preachers who smile a lot, dripping with practiced sincerity. Chances are they are out to rip you off some way or other. Don't be impressed with charisma. Look for character. Who preaches... Ah, 
who preachers are is the main thing, not what they say. A genuine leader will never exploit your emotions <laughs> or your pocketbook. These diseased trees with their bad apples are going to be chopped down and burned. Hey, no, I love, I love how the message put it, put it there. Um, Matthew 24 verse 4 then verse 23 to 26 matthew 24 verse 4 warns us about um, false prophets okay verse 4 okay i'll read niv verse 4 jesus answered watch out that no one deceives you so uh matthew 24 we've been on it also uh, that was when the disciples came to meet Jesus to tell them the signs of the end time. So let's go to verse 23 of Matthew 24. Verse 23. And if anyone tries to flag you down, calling out, here is the Messiah, or points, there he is. Don't fall for it. Fake Messiahs and lying preachers are out are going to pop up everywhere. Their impressive credentials and dazzling performances will pull the wool over the eyes of even those who ought to know better, but have given you fair warning. So if they say, run to the country and see him arrive. Okay, so that's it. So there's going to be false prophets. That's what the Bible says there. Second Timothy 4, 3 to 4. 2 Timothy 4, 3 to 4. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3. You're going to find that there will be times when people will have no stomach for solid teaching, but will fill up on spiritual junk food catchy opinions that tickle their fancy. They'll turn their backs on truth and chase mirages. But you keep your eye on what you're doing. Accept the hard times along with the good. Keep the message alive. Do a thorough job as God's servants. Ha! Ah. Lovely, lovely texts uh, we read here. Lovely texts. Um, let's just go into the introduction because uh, the texts are the body of the discussion. So don't let me uh, jump the gun. Falsehood is defined as the property of being false. It is a false statement or practice done intentionally. Summarily, it is a lie. As in, don't let's miss words about it. It is a lie. Lie is falsehood. So no matter how much they try to color it, no matter what coloration they give it, no matter the name they put it, bros, a lie. Whatever it is, a lie. It is falsehood. Um, 
Falsehood is a wrong attitude that a lot of people do not get bothered about, but do everything they can to mitigate it. Falsehood should be hated by all. Psalm 119 verse 163. But unfortunately, people are developing a liver, in quote, for falsehood. I love this. So people are now, people especially in the church, are now bold enough and they will, they will claim out and, and, and harden their face. After the falsehood, they will just do strong face <laughs> and go ahead. Ooh! All truth is of the Lord, while falsehood is from Satan, the father of lies. Many liars believe that involving in the act is a necessary evil. After an offer all sorts of rationalization for lying. Hey, you know that people, I, I was a long time ago, over 10 years ago, um, I, I was mentoring and pastoring some teenagers then. So, um, uh, one of a child, not the teenager, one of the children there, maybe seven or eight year old, then uh, asked me, uncle, how can I stop lying? We're, we're, we're plenty in the car, we're just talking. Uncle, I really want to stop lying. How can I stop lying? And someone else in the car just looked at the girl and just said, Everybody lies, don't worry. Ah, Jesus. Like, <laughs> I was so furious. Well, I'm not as matured as, as I am now. So, I mean, I took it personal. I like. I went ballistic on the guy. A young girl is trying to. A young girl understands that it is it is wrong to lie, and is trying to get out of that because you are so used to lie. You want to go to rationalize it for the girl to just keep lying. Ah, I, I was I was all over the guy. But I helped the girl to obviously I realize that lying is wrong. Lying is a sin. And people justify that ah, is it not just lie? Is it not ordinary lie? Like full lie at at like at the tip of their fingers. Like even in the church, I mean, there was um, a time some of my myself and some of my friends were just joking and just remembering reminiscing, reminiscing on uh, some people that so that their testimony will be sweet. So that their testimony would be sweet, they would rather uh, what's it called? They they add a little bit of lie to share what God has done. <laughs> ah, you understand? So that the testimony will add you lie and and, and sugarcoat testimony so that it will be sweet. A lot of people, a lot of things. God, Maranatha, make just God just come like. <laughs> A lot of things. Um, I was in Jerusalem a couple of uh, uh, weeks or months ago, and um, the thumb of Jesus was a massive cue um, to enter the thumb. You can actually be around the thumb, you can be on the thumb, but to enter the thumb itself, there was a massive, massive cue. In fact, we're told that it could take up to three hours at times to from the to get in if you join the queue so Asha, i was there taking pictures and videos at the entrance of the tomb but i don't want i mean i couldn't join the queue it was 
We've already worked for almost three and a half hours, so I was really tired. I just saw that people were paying the security guy. The security guy there, they were bribing him to jump the queue. I just lost. I just lost it. Like, how will you bribe to experience the thump of Jesus? Like, how? Where? How? What's the rationale? I just, I just left. Like, I, I couldn't just, you know, I was still raised on the awesomeness. Wow, this was where Jesus rose again. We're just coming from Golgotha where he was crucified. At the chilly uh, uh, environment, it was like I was that awesomeness. We saw where he was first laid. He was laid on a, on a, like a stone before he was brought into the tomb, all those places. So I was still in that awesomeness, that awe. Of all those things, I just saw that the the tour guy will the, the security will just collect collect the body and allow them to join the cube. So what is the resurrection? You are a, you are you are encountering or you experience it? Are you already lying to start it? Ah, so people just people will just do things. Lawless, I mean lies, falsehood. They've rationalized it. Praise the Lord. So, but interestingly, God has foretold the impending rise of falsehood in the end time. We need to understand this to be able to avoid being victims of falsehood that is increasing at an, that is increasing at an alarming rate in this generation. We must all join hands to stop it outright, even as God is helping us through this study. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go straight to the discussion. Number one. So from Matthew 7, 15 to 20, uh, talking about uh, sugar-coated mouth, uh, people that will smile a lot. And, and, and is that smile a lot that even got me? They smile a lot to deceive you. They smile a lot. to, And it is all deceit. Um, so of the truth, Jesus wants that we are like sheep amidst wolves, openly, openly hostile to the gospel. Jesus has told us he's sending us as sheep among wolves. But more wolves than the wolves, you know, if you, you know this one is a wolf, you see it from afar. More dangerous than the wolves are the wolves in sheep clothing. Those are dangerous because they are now among the sheep. Now, if you see a wolf from afar, you see that oh this is a wolf oh you run away from 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 the wolf or you avoid the wolf or whatever or you start to defend uh, tactic the shepherd will help you you defend you but now when when wolves now behave like sheep and are among the sheep how how dangerous how 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 terrible uh, worse than this is wolves um, coming. Or, or disguised as sheep, as told in Matthew 7:15, beware. So, from uh, Matthew 24, verse 3 to 5, uh, uh, towards the end of Christ's earthly ministry, when his disciples confronted him with questions concerning the end, he warned, "Take heed that no man deceives you." So, there's going to be several deceits. That, that that's that's what that's what we're told in verse 4 of matthew 24 
take heed that no man deceives you. There will be loads of lies. There will be loads of deceived. So, um, and Jesus warns about false Christs uh, in verses 5 of that same Matthew 24, verse 11. There will be false Christs and false prophets. If I, let's read it. Matthew 24, verse 5, and then verse 11. Matthew 24, 5 and 11. 5 says, For many will come in my name, claiming I am Christ, and deceive many. 11. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many. So, this deceit thing, Will be is a sign of the end time so when you see all these pro false prophets all about false teachers false christ um it's been predicted as part of the end time um are they not already with us i mean we can all answer that question <laughs> they're already here hope you aren't already being deceived by them hope you are not deceived by them Second Timothy 4, 3 to 4 that we read that a time will come that the end time when people will heap up false teachers to themselves. Mercy Transition said they are no longer interested in eating the meat of the world. They want to start eating junk. It says spiritual junk. That's what it's called. It's called the Mercy Translation. So they will heap up false teachers to themselves as they turn their ears away from the truth. The same truth that the Lord has given us ministers to lead us into for perfection and maturity. Ephesians 4, 11 to 14 says to some, he gave pastors, to some apostles, to some teachers, to some prophets. For the edification of the church, to grow the church unto maturity. These giftings or these offices were created to grow the church. Sadly, the same office or the same uh, group of people that claim to be in that office are the ones the devil is using to to bring down to to to, to, to deceive or to bring down the quality of teaching of the church. It is sad. Those are, I mean that's more dangerous because they are now wolves in sheep clothing. Hmm. Increased falsehood is enhanced by false teaching that we should avoid. Avoid false teachings. That's just it. Avoid. Don't don't tolerate it. I don't as much. I mean, God has not given some of us the spirit of 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 quietness when it comes to that. We will talk. We will talk. Don't, as in, don't tolerate. Don't start. Don't tolerate false teaching at all. False teachers are dangerous. So avoid false teaching. Like, like I do say over and over and over again, especially for our church members, uh, both in Abuja and, and Digital Church, beware of the altar you put your head. Be aware. Beware. In Yoruba, uh, apologies for non-Yoruba speakers. Beware of the altar that Tomateli is that you will put your head. I don't know if that is the correct interpretation or translation. Beware. 
don't put your head or your family under the altar of false teachers. Hallelujah. Okay. Second Peter 3, 3 and 4 suggests that the stutters and scoffers, that is, false handlers of the gospel, will abound in the end time. Thank God we have been forewarned. From Matthew 7, 16 to 20, would it be possible to identify such false people so that we can avoid their pride? Yes, note the following about them. Let's read Matthew 7, 16 to 20, then um, uh, we'll list out some of the qualities or, or the things that the Bible wants us to look out for. So Matthew 7, 16 to 20. Matthew 7, 16. Now let me start from 15. Be wary of false prophets. We've read it. Who um, smile a lot, dripping for... Okay, let's read, let's read NIV. Uh, because um, 16, by their fruits, you recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot be a bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot be a good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. So, uh, what are their traits? We have a list of their traits here. Number one, their prediction. That their prediction come true doesn't mean they are from God. Uh, we've looked at that. Uh, if you read the, the, the book of Revelation, when it was talking about the false prophets that will come at the end time with the Antichrist, that one is different from false prophets generally. But the, the, the Antichrist, I've preached several times, I've taught this several times. The Antichrist will be two people, according to the Bible. Forget all those end time movies that you <clears throat> most of them are not what the Bible says. Apologies. But according to the Bible, the Antichrist will be two people, the world ruler and the false prophet. They are together. They're going to function together. So the Bible says the false prophet will call down fire from heaven in the full glare of people. It will perform many miracles, but is empowered. The Bible says it was empowered by the dragon, by the devil. So the fact that someone predicts or can see the future and proper pro and correctly predict the future doesn't mean they are not false prophets. So that's what we have been told here. That their predictions come true doesn't mean they are from God. Because in fact, we can see the future. Horoscope, I was that in that uh, zodiac signs can also predict future. Who are these guys? What do they call media? Not medium, uh, psychics. Psychics can also look at your palm and see the future. So it is who is that spirit is coming from that determines. So the fact that someone can predict something and it comes to pass doesn't mean they are from God. Number two, the signs and wonders they perform don't indi indicate God's presence or power. The fact that Acts 8 9 uh, talked about uh, 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 someone that performed several signs and wonders, but not in the name of the Lord. And he was shouting, he was going uh, about uh, 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 shouting behind Paul and Silas. If I let's read it, 
Acts, Acts chapter 8, verse 9, shouting behind Paul and Silas uh, that, oh, these are these are true men of God. Listen to them. But he, he recognized what he's saying is true. The, 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 the spirit recognized that Paul and Silas are from God. It's a fact. And he's saying, listen to them. But he, that's, that thing he's saying is not by the spirit of God. Acts, 8, chapter, Acts chapter 8, verse 9. Where is it? Act 8 9. Okay, previous to Philip's arrival, a certain Simon had practiced magic in the city, possessing a famous posing as a famous man and dazzling all the Samaritans in wizardry. He had them all from little to the children to old men eating from his hand they all thought he had supernatural powers and called him the great wizard he had been around for a long time okay this was philip when philip went to samaria and um and uh what's it called and ran this guy out of business but the this paul this the paul and silas uh uh, uh, uh case there was there was a there was a, a girl who who was possessed by the devil and Paul and was shouting that these men are servants of God. They are from God. She could see that they are from God. And Paul commanded her to keep quiet and send that evil spirit out of her. So evil spirit can recognize and see things. And those things could be facts. So the fact that they, they perform signs and wonders, just like this magician in Samaria, doesn't mean they are from God. They may claim to be the Christ. Uh, we've had several examples of that. Um, they have an unbiblical lifestyle and deny Christ's identity. That's it. What is their lifestyle? What are they doing? Unbiblical lifestyle, they deny Christ. They deny the identity of Christ. And then their teachings turn people away from the Lord. Hmm. Next point, Second Peter two one to nineteen. Um, uh, uh, it, it, it's a long read, uh, but it's it lists some of the uh, characteristics of false prophets. Second Peter two one to nineteen. You can write that down and read it on your own. But I'm just going to list those um, traits of fruits. Number one, they secretly infiltrate the church. They, they come into the church, secretly infiltrate the church. They do, they will, it is subtle. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is subtle. They will come subtly and infiltrate the church. Number two, denying the work of Jesus and blaspheming the truth. These guys will deny the works of Jesus. They will blaspheme the truth. They will say all sorts of things that so he's like, where are these people getting all these things from? It is a sign of false prophets. Though employing terms that seem pretty similar to the truth. Uh, the definition of heresy, let me just tell you. Uh, the definition of heresy is the truth with a little bit of lie or lie with a little bit of the truth. So some of these guys will take the truth twist it a little bit it still looks like it but it's not it 
That is how they come. That is how heresy starts. The truth with just a bit of lies, not too much. If it's just small lie, they just put it there. That is how they infiltrate. Number three, they are greedy, pres presumptuous, and self-willed because of living according to the flesh. They are greedy. Um, you know, in some of our churches, uh, our fathers, our parents' churches, our old churches, um, we 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 invite prophets for revivals, and you will you will a revivalist, not necessarily a prophet, a revivalist, an evangelist, or and when you see some of the some of the stories, uh, so they really so I've not noticed most of maybe just one or two happened in my presence, but. You hear stories from other people of the revivalists claiming that, oh, no, this is how my food must be served. This is how this must be done. This is how this must be done. And you're wondering, ah, bros, it came here for revival. Um, one of our fathers, respected father, one of our fathers, I remember, uh, the pastor's child, so he came to our, he came for a vigil or something like that, impromptu. My mom didn't know that I was coming. Ah, this man is coming. Ah, so, how old will he need to be? I start still trying to uh, gather things, you know, pastors. So, I already vamos to the kitchen. Quickly go and get And will he have soup? So, mommy was just still trying to say, ah, sorry, oh, please, we have a concussion okra. No concussion okra. Uh, it lasts more. Like, please, we have manage with us, so we don't have, uh, we didn't cook. So, ah. And the pastor was like, no, 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 mommy, I'm a missionary. I eat anything. Wherever I get to, whatever you put in my front, I will eat it with joy. I mean, it's Pastor Nojo, so I mean, he's, he's a father. I'm, I'm like, wow. I was a teenager. I think I was in part one or part two then uh, in university, but it, re it resonated with me. Even you're a missionary. You don't live according to the flesh. Eva, yet the and concussion okra like you ask the joy like you could see that these ones know what they came to do so people with this food they came to eat in your in your revival or what <laughs> it's not revival they came to do <laughs> my, my father used to have an evangelist long long ago um during easter we always uh do marathon prayers so um I think from Good Friday to Easter Sunday, three days marathon, no eating. So, you know, on second day, like Saturday, that's the, once you can finish the second day, you are good. So, is that second day or night or first day, second day, people are tired, you know, but we pray every, uh, every hour, uh, hour of prayer, nine, six, nine, twelve, three. We always pray. So, this is our evangelist. He was living in a mission house with us, so he has his flat. So, evangelist that was tired, let's say around 12 o'clock, that 12 noon prayer, he wake up, I mean, he was still encouraging everybody, could be strong, yeah, let's pray. We finished praying. By the time we came back for 3 o'clock prayer, you know, people are still down, trying to survive, I mean, do this thing by five by fours. Ah! Brothers came down with energy. Pray. This bros was in fact even people like us when he was encouraging him three hours ago. Bros don't go upstairs, don't go chop. 
don't go chop bread. <laughs> and we will not come. Ah, we are, we are fasting. We are this. So you know people like that. They don't. They came to. It's not it's food. They came to eat. It's not even what they came to. Do. <laughs> so you see people that will tell you that no, this is the number of meats you must put in my soup uh, uh, for going out and blah blah blah. I'm not saying we should not take care of our ministers of God. I mean, give them double honor, take care of them, but. When they now start dictating, you no, know, this is how my, my food must be served. This is what must happen. This is what must happen. And that's what happens. Uh, uh, number point number three, verse three, verse 15, fourteen, and verse fifteen of 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 uh, of Second Peter chapter two talked about they are greedy and they are living according to the flesh. That is why they do that because they are living according to the flesh. Hallelujah not being submissive to constituted authorities you will see people who cannot be who cannot be disciplined they cannot be uh, uh, the president of christ apostolic church was saying at, at um, was it at the pastor's conference last year pastor's conference or one of the meetings okay no it was at a at a minister's conference in, in pastor fenwa's uh, uh, church uh, and someone asked him a, a question that um, um, have you dealt with uh, uh, when the leaders are treating you unfairly? And he gave an example of himself that um, as a young pastor, he was, was transferred from the metropolitan city of Ibadan and thrown into a village, taken out of circulation so that he said his own is too much. And people were people came to meet him. Don't go. Ah, no. Reject this the transfer. Do this, do that. And it said he told them that I'm a man under authority. Let's assume that he has he has rejected it or even moved out of the church. Maybe he would not have been the president. It would definitely wouldn't have been the president. Maybe they would ah, this person that cannot obey authority, you want him to now become our president or become our general superintendent. So you see people who are in this category of false teachers or false prophets they don't have anybody that can talk to them i was telling um our leaders leaders in our church we had a meeting um last week in our last week's meeting and i was telling them please don't leave me don't make me yes i have mentors i have plenty of mentors in fact they know the number they know the people they can report me to definitely but they won't aside that don't make me don't 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 uh, shield me from the truth so much that you know when pastors now become the standard the moral standard and every standard of the church that nobody in the church can talk to the pastor nobody can look at the pastor in the eyes and say what you did is wrong respectfully sir that's the that's the beginning of the downfall of that pastor so when you see people who cannot submit who cannot obey anybody uh that's the beginning of, of failure that's the beginning of falling if the guy has already fallen don't the devil is just happy but the devil first isolates you from people that can people that can scold you people that can tell you the truth no matter what people that can tell you stop that and you say yes sir even though they are wrong even though you feel they are wrong god will help us in jesus name and then uh, there are wolves in sheep clothing highly hypocritical they are liars and they deceive 
a lot. Then speaking more evil than good. Uh -huh. You know, some people's sermons and prayer points is filled more with the power of the devil than the power of God. They will give you examples of what the devil can do rather than what the God, God can do. They, they fill your heart with fear. So you pray out of fear. They give you negative testimonies. Why not give positive testimonies? The Lord did it. So, so and so person was trusting God for so and so this thing. He waited on the Lord. He prayed a simple prayer. The Lord answered him. Now this is testimony. Why not let people pray from a point of encouragement, from a point of faith? If you can do it for so and so person, Lord, you can do it for me. Not that, ah, if the so and so person suffer this much, me, I don't want to suffer. Oh, and they are praying from fear. So they talk about evil more than good, speaking more evil than good. You see, people brag about ability to curse. Then let's go into that. Don't let me shake that table. Don't worry. Couch Friday, this Friday, is going to be an amazing time. So don't let's don't let's shake that table yet. And they are ignorant. They are they are gnostophobic. They are, they are scared of knowledge. And I've noticed the people that are scared of knowledge don't want their followers or their members to know so that those members cannot be, be, be liberated. So they are ignorant and inability to stop sinning and praying on, on unstable new believers. So there are several examples uh, of falsehood within and outside Christianity today, I'm telling you. Falsehood is found everywhere as an evidence of its increase. So, loads of things, all these things that the Bible talked about, we find that and several more in Christianity today, all over the world. You see, people, I will, I, will, I don't, maybe it's just hypnosis though, or, or hypnotism, or 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 a demonic uh, command or oppression. Because if a pastor says you should go and eat grass and you go, I don't think that is normal. I think those people were under an influence. I don't think it's because you want to show loyalty to a pastor that he will command you to go and eat grass. That that grass will turn to whatever. And people went out and started eating grass. Ah. Loads! Pastor will tell you that uh, he must wash his feet on your head. I, I saw a video of, of, of someone doing that. Falsehood all over. But the good news, as many as as those false, false teachers and whatever could be there, there are several other good teachers. Several positive teachers. I mean, this truth, this truth, this sermon, for instance, is coming to you. This Bible study manual was prepared by the, by the church authority. So there are several people teaching the truth. Several. Don't let's get carried away by the high increase of falsehood. There are also as much increase of, of the truth. God will help us in Jesus' name. If you have questions, please uh, put them in the comment box. Uh, Okay, we have quite a number of prayer points that uh, I want us to take here.
uh, if you're a false teacher, if you've been deceiving people and you're listening to this, please change. Please change. It's not too late to change. I implore you by the mercies of God, please turn a new leaf and the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Okay, let's pray. Say, Lord, you are the truth, the way and life. Help me to be more like you that falsehood will no longer increase. Let me be like you. Let me contribute my quota to the truthfulness so that falsehood will keep decreasing and the truthfulness, which is Christ, will keep increasing. Shall we begin to pray? Father, Lord, help me to be more like you. Help me to become more like you. You are the truth. You are the way. You are the life. Help me to become more like you that falsehood will decrease. Falsehood will reduce. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help me to become more like you. Help me to become more like you. Help me to become more like you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Say, Lord, we pray you reign in the heart of your people. We pray you reign in the heart of your people against taking pride in falsehood in their doings. Reign in the heart of the pastors. Reign in the heart of the members that are taking pride in falsehood. Let your let your reign be upon their heart, and they will no longer take take pride in falsehood. In the name of Jesus, let your let your reign be upon their heart, and they will no longer take pride in falsehood. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Say, O oh Lord, deliver the church from the weight of false accusation that brings heaviness on the way of the righteous. You know, these people now make 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 the church, make people start accusing the church falsely. Several loads and, and weights of false accusation. And then the, the, the weight is upon the church and, and it, can, it can make your heart weary. Someone trying to truth, someone trying to do this, say the truth, and then there are several people and it makes the heart weary. A, a friend of mine, uh, yesterday was still talking about this on one of the platforms. We saw something and it was almost looking like they are making prayer a joke and he was like, oh, this thing is discouraging to, to some of us who are in the ministry, who are doing ministry right. Say, Lord, Lord, deliver the church from all these accusations, all these false accusations, all these things that weigh us down, deliver us from it. All these false teachers, deliver the church. Just Jesus, expose them, Jesus. Purge Jesus in the name of Jesus. Deliver the church from all these false accusations in Jesus' name. We've prayed. Say, in the name of Jesus, fill us with pure thoughts and holy desires. Fill us with pure thoughts and holy desires, ready to please you with integrity and trust. Lord, fill us, fill us, fill us, Lord, fill us, Lord, fill us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Fill us, Lord, in the name of Jesus, with, with your thoughts and holy desires, in the name of Jesus. Oh, refine us fire, my heart's desire is to be holy, set aside for you, Lord, I choose to be holy. Set apart for you, my master, and I'm ready to do your will. Lord, make us pure and holy. Make us pure and holy. Make us holy in the name of Jesus. 
in Jesus' name we pray. Say, Father, heal every deliver, every believer who has been wounded in the course of their pilgrimage. Some people have been wounded by these false teachers. Some people have been hurt. Lord, we pray for healing in the name of Jesus. Stand in God for every believer who has been hurt. Every believer who has been hurt in one way or the other, we stand in God for them in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be healing. Let there be healing. Let there be healing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful lecture, for this wonderful teaching. We ask, Lord, that we will be agents of truth in everywhere we find ourselves in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you will help us to be like you, to contribute our quota to the truth, to always preach the truth in the name of Jesus. Lord, let it be so in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray everyone that has been hurt by the church, everyone that has been hurt by by false teachers by false preachers lord i pray lord let your healing balm come upon their heart and heal them in the name of jesus thank you father in jesus name we pray amen god bless you thank you very much uh this is cac graceville uh uh we are a youth church we have a physical church in abuja and we also uh, we have a digital church as well so uh, feel free to join us here in the city of Abuja on Sundays at 9 a.m. at Dubai International Market. And if you are outside Abuja, you can join our digital church. Happens once in a month, every last Sunday of the month by 5 p.m. Uh, it's across all social media platforms. So see you there. And then in the digital church, we also have a weekly uh, meeting every Friday. It's Couch Friday. Couch Friday is where we come and have difficult conversations. Some conversations that the church sometimes run away from. So we come there, break tables, have a, have difficult conversations. And this Friday, oh, trust me, like I've been telling people, drink a cup of violence before coming to, to Couch Friday. This one, the topic is interesting. Don't worry, just watch out on all our social media platforms. Uh, the topic will be revealed and the speakers are amazing people who are uh, giants in their fields so please let's come on friday on twitter at cac graceville so follow us on twitter and you can set your uh set you so that you can get a notification when we start that um, uh, space on twitter spaces at cac graceville friday 7 to 9 pm god will bless you god will help you in the name of jesus Thank you very much. My name is Tolu Topedada, Setman of CSC Graceville. I say have a very, very, very wonderful week ahead in Jesus' name. God bless you. Bye.